Tune in to the hottest sports talk show on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Join us weekdays at 7 p.m. Stories about players and coaches of all levels. We make it easy to talk sports. Never had it so good. Sports Talk Radio. I love that intro. I love talking about sports. But we also spend time getting to know entrepreneurs and understanding entrepreneurship itself. I am one, an entrepreneur uh, with two businesses and have been dedicated, and I understand the commitment of time and sweat and tears in order to get your business up and running. And my co-host, Duck Riley, has given us a new um, person to try to feature and highlight and also just have get his information and how he got started and, and all of that. So, Duck, how are you tonight, sir? Doing very well, Francis. Uh, always great to, you know, try to help upstart uh entrepreneurs and and that's one thing you do you you try to give these guys uh young ladies an opportunity to kind of tell that story that's right that's right and there's nothing better for an entrepreneur besides exposure wherever they can get it you know and I, i've been out there on their website today and on their instagram they are awesome and i can't wait wait to welcome and our guest something i don't want to get it wrong is it something official is that how you say it how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. That's exactly how you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. That um, that jacket out there, there's one out there I love, so I'll be hitting you up. I, I really like that one. Um, uh, I want to get that for Red. But welcome to the show, sir. Yeah. Give me your name. Thank you. Thank you so much. My name is Sean Brown. Sean Brown. Sean Brown. You're on to something. I'm going to turn you over to Doug here, and I'll come back at the end. But congratulations okay. from me, a fellow entrepreneur. Um, you're doing it, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, Sean. All right, again, like, again, Sean, like Princess said, we're you know we're very happy to have you on, uh, and we're, and most importantly, it was great meeting you, man. Uh, hopefully, you know we were able to kind of share a little bit of history with you and. Uh, See if we can't help you get to the next level. You know, my thing is, before you look and try to take care of princes, just just remember the peons, man. Just remember all those little small people, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Sean, okay, don't pay him any attention. He's a legend around here. We all just trying to get a little look. He's a legend for sure. Tim Moore is on also, Doug. <laughs> okay, yeah, and that's and that's great, Tim. And, and my my homeboy uh, Sean, he 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 has some good questions for you too. But I want to first okay. of all for the listeners, I, we want to kind of know where you're from and kind of how you got started in you know in sports and then what you're doing now. Oh yeah, man. Um, so man, wow. Um, let's see. Well, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, we moved to Georgia after the Hurricane Katrina. And um, so I graduated from high school, you know, did the whole college thing. Um, but honestly, my up my up uh, bringing wasn't, you know, it, it, it was really good. And then, on, you, but, you know, you go through things in life and stuff like that, right? So uh, I grew up as a PK, um, preacher's kid. 
And, you know, they do say, you know, the preacher's kids are the worst kids for whatever reason <laughs> or whatever. So, um, you know, I, I grew up. I grew up and, you know, was hanging around the wrong crowd, didn't really have, you know, um, my head on the right shoulders and stuff like that. So, um, you know, got into some trouble, but God was uh, God was always good like he is now still. Um, he was able to get me out of it. Um, so I went ahead and I went to school. And I always, that's just, I, so I'm a first-generation college student, number one. Let's just go ahead and get that out there. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, so I, a college graduate, sorry. So, I graduated in 2020, um, and I, I graduated with honors, number one. And then number two, I went to – I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, where I uh, currently reside right now. And I was working for a Fortune 500 company, Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte, right? And so because, like I said, I, I did get in trouble when I was younger or whatever, so I did have something on my record, and uh, we ended up getting bought by Penske, a trucking company or whatever, so we had to go through a whole new screening process. And, you know, um, some people, you know, they do everything by the books. The guy was helping me out who gave me the job. I was one of the top sellers there um, because I did major in uh, business marketing at, in school, so I was really good at my job. Uh, but when they came in, they gave me another screening, and they just could not get past, you know, uh, what I had on my record. So I was down, you know. Uh, I was depressed for a good two months. Uh, and just praying, I've always had this business, this uh, something official, always had this this drive to know that I, I was called to do clothing and things like that. Um, I just didn't know how to get started. But when I got fired from my job was when this dream became a reality. Like, I, I dreamed about it, I prayed about it, and God was just, God met me where I was, and he was just like, man, you remember the dream that you've been having since high school? How about you go ahead and tackle that and let me show you how, you know, let me show you what I'm going to do with it once you tackle it or whatever, right? So that's how I feel like it ended up happening. So I started this business in 2021, um, like I said, after I got fired from my job, and it literally has been like the decision of my life um, that I was able to that I was able to do. Like I said, just meeting a lot of people um, with my merch being in 28 states right now. Um, and you know it's 50 states, but right now my merchant my uh, my merchandise has been in literally in 28 states and stuff. So it's just getting noticed around the world. I'm very I'm very grateful for the opportunity of it and everything like that. So yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Okay, uh, I want to go back to uh, where you were born, you know, in New Orleans, Louisiana, and uh, talk about. The transition happened to move because of, you know, what happened in in the area with the flooding and everything. How uh, difficult was that for you and the family, especially your dad being a preacher? Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. So, um, yeah, I was in third, I was in third grade actually when it happened. Um, so I didn't know too much of what was going on. I just knew. All of my friends um, wasn't going to be my friends anymore <laughs> when I moved and things like that. We got pretty, we we got hit pretty hard, um, you know, with the with the with the hurricane. But we was able to get out of it, thank God. Um, and so when we did move, we lost all of our our files and everything like that, like school files or whatever the case is. So it was pretty hard for the first year. Um, after Katrina, we were staying in the hotel for a year. Um, and you know they they didn't want to accept us in school or anything because we didn't have any paperwork 
um, to show that, you know, we was in this right class or we was in the right age group and stuff like that. So it, it, it was very it was very tough for our family for the first couple of years of doing that. Um, but then, like I said, God is always there for us, right? So, um, it, so we was going to a church that was in New Orleans, Louisiana, and the overseer of the church, he has 15 churches around the whole world. And so Augusta, Georgia was the biggest church that he, um, Augusta, Georgia was the biggest church that he had at that time. And so, uh, yeah, we all went up to Augusta, Georgia, and that's how that, that's how that ended up happening. Yes, sir. But it was very, it was, it was, it was, it was a time. It was a tough time back then. Okay. And let's, let's go, let's talk about, and you brought us something very interesting, you know, and we we want to get to, you know, what you're doing now, but you, you brought up some key points and you talk about the preacher's kid and, mm-hmm. I, you know, most, most time they said, like you said, preacher's kids are the, are the worst kids, but just kind of, <laughs> kind of talk about that. It, were, were you rebelling or you know, you talked about getting in trouble. Okay, mm-hmm. how did that work? You know, because most of the time, yeah. you know, you you know the word because it's kind mm-hmm. of laid out to you. Mm-hmm. And so, with that being said, that you hit it right on the nail right there. So I knew the word because it was laid out. I heard it twenty four seven, right? So I kind of felt back in the day that I was invincible. Kind of like, oh, man, I'm a preacher's kid, you know what I mean? Like, so if I get in trouble, I'm definitely coming out of it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be able to get in trouble because I'm a preacher's kid. So it didn't matter what I did or, you know, whatever the case is, I always just thought that, hey, man, you know, okay, I'll go and hang in with the crowd or whatever, and the guys are just like, hey, man, I want these heads for them, for, for example, you know, um, uh, have, let's just give an example of Best Buy or whatever like that, and it's just like, hey, well, you know what? I'm a preacher kid, so hey, you want this? All right, let's do, let's go ahead and do this, and you know, whatever the case is, like that. So that's kind of what it was, um, like being in the classroom. So I'm also a professional musician as well. Um, so I, I play, um, I play instruments, all instruments, and so one one main thing that used to get me in trouble a lot when I was young was I had a problem with beating on the desk. And stuff because I'm a professional drummer. Yeah, right. so <laughs> my my, uh, my teacher used to call my parents all the time and stuff. And the, the the thing with it, this is why this is when it started right here. When they told me, when my pops and them told me, he said, "Son, I'm not gonna whoop you because I know this is this is something that is not <laughs> it's, it, it, it's something that is not going to stop because I mean it's in your blood. I used to do it when I was young." So when he told me that, I went to school and I was just purposely like, you know what? If I hear something in my head, <laughs> I just purposely, you know what? Let me go ahead and do make this beat or whatever like that. So it kind of just uh, stemmed from right there. I knew right from wrong, um, obviously and stuff like that. But it was just a a sense of like, you know what? I'm a preacher's kid, so there's nothing going to happen to me. Nothing wrong is going to happen. We know uh, bad are going to happen or whatever with my uh, decisions and stuff. So yes, sir. okay, <laughs> I. Before I come back to you, with 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 that being said, I'm gonna have to turn you over to Tim. All right, Tim. <laughs> yeah, another preacher's kid who who acted a <laughs> fool at, at certain times. Uh, uh, glad to have you on the program, my man. I was just listening to your story; it's a fascinating story. I heard you say something about an overseer, which to me sounds like a Pentecostal church, but I'm gonna leave that alone. Uh, 
because <laughs> I'm also Pentecostal. But um, okay, okay. at the same time, um, this this whole experience with um, with Katrina had to be um, quite uh, unsettling for the entire family. What was oh, yeah. it that allowed you to regroup and get back on the right track after you made the decisions that you made um, with your life? Yeah. So basically, uh, it was a wake up call for me. Um, me knowing that number one, I've always been um, special. My, my my parents always told me I was out of the crew is six of us. Um, I have three brothers and three sisters, um, and so you know they told me I was always special. I always wanted to do like more. I, I like I, I couldn't settle for less and stuff. So I always knew it was something out there you know, bigger and better for me and stuff like that. Um, so growing up, I always knew, hey, man, I wanted to, to uh, I wanted to go to college. I wanted to go ahead and have my degree. I wanted to be the, the child that, you know, feeds my family, basically, um, in a sense. So since middle school, I had this mindset of, you know, I'm going to retire my mom before I reach 30 years old. Um, I'm going to, you know, retire my dad and all of that, all of the above like that. Um, you know, give all of my siblings houses and all of the all of the above and stuff. And so, uh, when I did get into trouble that I did get into, um, like I said, it was a wake up call. It was like it was kind of like my life for my eyes. It was like okay, all of the stuff that I said I was going to do, I'm not able to do it now. You know what I mean? Like I'm literally not able to do it at all. Um, it was it was taken all away from me and stuff. And then God gave me another chance. He brought me out of it. <laughs> And ever since then, I literally have not um, looked back. I haven't looked back at all with any uh, for any circumstances. As uh, soon as I got out of the, you know, situation that I was in, man, I actually went to school, went back to school, finished on time, which is the crazy thing, right? Finished on time, uh, graduated. Like I said, the first person in my whole gener like my whole family, uh, first generation college graduate. Um, and after that, like I said, I've been, you know, I, I, I motivate my mom. Like she would call me uh, to, still to this day and would let me know, like, the decisions that I made helped her get off her job, helped her, you know, move in faith and stuff like that, uh, you know, with, with, with her walker and have a, have just a, a mustard seed of faith to know that, hey, man, and my son is actually out here doing this out of nothing, you know, without having like the uh, thousands of thousands of dollars, but I'm making something out of nothing, then she's like, man, you know what? I can be able to do the same thing. And so I've always been that. Um, I've, I've always been that guy to wanted to be the guy that you know motivates my family and everything like that. So that's really what gave me that drive to to just push forward. I have a little brother that looks up to me, like I mean, he was following my footsteps. Literally used to wear my shoes uh, before he got taller than me. <laughs> he used to wear my shoes to school and everything, um, just to try to fit in and wanted to just be his 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 older brother so bad. It's still to this day. So I have that on my like over my head. It's like, man, I, I want to I'm going to be able to set a great example for him to letting him okay. know, you know, what's going on and stuff like that in life. So yes, sir. Okay, uh, I I heard you talk about the impetus of. Uh your uh, current career being the uh, the rejection by Penske. Uh, but talk to me about your background. Uh, you, you had to uh -huh. choose which direction to go in. What was the background that caused you to think that you could get into clothing and be successful? Um, well, can, can you refer uh, – can, can you ask that question again? Rephrase I'm that. Sorry. 
Yeah, what, yeah, what, what kind talk. of background did you have that 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 caused you to choose uh, fashion, uh, clothing, okay. as a way mm-hmm. of uh, of making a living once uh, once that situation unfolded? Okay, yes, sir. So since middle school, um, my mom bought me these two outfits, and I used to wear it literally every day. Just two outfits, <laughs> but every day it <laughs> it was the best outfit she's ever bought me. I mean, I I told my mom. I'm like, Mom, you really put thought in these outfits, and I'm going to make sure that everybody knows, <laughs> you know what I mean, because it was at a point in time where I was wearing, like, I was wearing Walmart clothes. I didn't have really, I didn't have too much fashion and stuff, but when she bought those two outfits, I literally switched up how I wore those two outfits every day until, like, people were looking at me and was just like, yo, bro, like, you should really do something, man. Like, you know what I mean? You can dress, like. Oh my gosh, what you doing? And so when they told me that the first day, that's the reason why I started wearing those every day. Then they started getting tired of seeing that, so I had to start upgrading. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had to beg my mom and say, Mom, can you please just buy me two more? I promise I won't ask you for nothing for Christmas. No, nothing <laughs> or whatever. But um, so basically that's what it was. That And it happened in middle school, sixth grade. I literally was just dressing um, for what my mom would bring me, and I would just literally switch up how I would, how I would dress. Um switch up the outfits and stuff, and just hearing all the compliments, I was like, man, this is something that I actually really want to get into and stuff like that. So um, once I was able to buy my own clothes and, you know, things like that, that's when I was like, okay, I want to I go ahead and, you know, I want to go ahead and start showing people how to do this. Or, you know, even if you buy the the cheapest stuff, you can buy the cheapest stuff and make it seem, make it look like it's even it's, it's expensive. It's just the way that you put it on and stuff like yeah. that. So that's what really sparked okay. that. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, um, you mentioned earlier that your uh, your products are now uh, being uh, being sold in twenty eight states. What, what's your primary? Uh, 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 where where can we find your 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 uh, your, your um, clothing? Is it online? Mm-hmm. Is it in uh, retail mm-hmm. stores, a uh, clothing line uh, yep. at, at a particular uh, chain of stores or anything like that? Mm-hmm. So right now I have um, I have an online-based store right now. I just two weeks ago, I just opened up my um, – excuse me. I just opened up my, my actual store. So I have a storefront now, and that is in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, okay. For anybody that's close around, um, the address will be 2300 Haskell Avenue. Um, that's going to be in Columbia, South Carolina, and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah, but when I, when I first got started, I was just an online store. Um, when I was getting all my stuff, you know, to 28 states and stuff, it was just an online store. A lot of people um, said a lot about, you know, um, social media. Um, it's a lot of talk about social media being bad, but social media actually helped me with all of the marketing, all the ads that I ran and stuff like that. It actually helped me to get my name out there more and stuff. So, yes, sir. Uh, Share with us the website, if you would. Yes, sir. So the website is going to be somethingofficial.com. That's going to be S-U as in Nancy, and then the regular word official, O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L.com. Okay, uh, Coach Riley. All right, uh, real quick before uh, Francis, who who lives in Columbia, South Carolina, which is wow, which is good. Uh, 
I, I think I started a fashion too, but it didn't catch on until like 2020. You know, I, this is just with Tim and Princess uh, Sean. You know how? Okay, back okay. then I had I had holes in my jeans. I, back, <laughs> I'm just I just wish it would have caught on. You know, it, so but anyway, Sean, I, I had a little fashion in me too back then. So just wanted to put that out there to you. But Sean, okay, okay. How can, they, how, can, how can people reach you? You know, if they wanted to uh, find out more about somethingofficial.com, dot com, is that are you on Instagram? Are you on Twitter? Yes, sir. Give us give us yes. some information. Yes, sir. So I'll be at on Instagram. Uh, you can type in Instagram at something official. So that's the same way that you spell it. Um, and you can be able to reach out to me in my DMs. You can inbox me there. Um, also, I am um, very big on TikTok as well, uh, at the same name, at something official. And those are the two platforms that I use right now. Um, I do have a Facebook. I don't have a business Facebook. I have a personal Facebook. You can just type in my name, Sean Brown, and I'll pop up. Um uh, S-H-A-W-N-B-R-O-W-N, but I do post nothing, nothing but strictly my business stuff on that Facebook as well. So you can be able to look up, look me up that way. I do have a lot of people that reach out um, to me. And one thing about me that um, I was sharing with, you know, Coach Riley and stuff like that is, like, um, it's this term that we use as young people now these days that we use as far as gatekeeping, just meaning – you know, I don't withhold information. I mean, you can reach out to me. You can ask any type of questions and stuff. You know, I'm very, I'm a very friendly guy. I will answer all of you guys' mm-hmm. questions and stuff because I believe in, like, uh, like I said, I grew up in church, so I believe in in order for God to bless me and to be able to trust me with more. Um, he want to know what I'm gonna do in the season of what I have right now. So if I'm gonna gatekeep everything, then he's not gonna be able to trust me when it's time for you know, him to give me the millions and all all of the stuff that I am um, inquiring of him and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm always here to help. I'm all, I'm here to answer any type of questions, how to start your business, uh, what's the right steps to do it, to use it. TikTok, if you guys have it, would be the best way because at least once or twice a week, I'm, I'm posting tips on my TikTok of how to um, how to start a brand uh, what steps to do to start your brand to make sure, um, you know, steps to do to skip, you know, the hard process in the beginning and all of those things like that. So, okay, uh, uh, Sean, I just want, I'm gonna go on TikTok because I, I I just tore <laughs> half of my sleeve off. So what, what you think? Can we get something going with that? Duck. <laughs>
this past homecoming, this last homecoming that just passed, um, I was talking mm-hmm. to one of the professors there, and they was letting me know about the opportunities and the um, the opportunities and stuff for entrepreneurs to go um, that 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 they have going on for undergrad and uh, alumni. So I went ahead and mm-hmm. reached out to them, um, spoke to Dr. Artis and things like that. And so, yeah, they, they went ahead and got me into the store, so I was very grateful for that. Uh, I'm not sure. I know you, you're, um, I, I was just told that you reside in Columbia, South Carolina. I don't know I for sure, sure if you've seen the, I don't know for sure if you've seen the football jackets, the, um, mm-hmm. the College Tigers jackets. I went ahead and uh, designed those and produced those for the team and stuff for winning the SIAC championship. Um, and things like that. So, you know, it's very, it's a lot of great things that I'm trying to do with the school as well. I did just um, uh, with the with the athletic director, he did just get me partner uh, partnership with Nike as well um, and stuff. So it's just a lot of great things that that's going on that I really appreciate and, and thank God for. Okay, so I saw the jacket. I saw the coach wearing it. Um, on the steps of the Capitol because they had a Benedict College Day. Oh, yeah. And, and, oh, and yeah. Dr. Artis was, was down there. And um, I wanted to ask, so I, I think you have um, a women's line too, correct? Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, so now you are at the bookstore. I wanted to just kind of talk to you, talk to you about what was the most difficult thing because I know you said you will share information if someone wants to know. But in, mm-hmm. in getting ready, you graduated 2020, which I think was mm-hmm. the height of the pandemic, you know, for sure. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, and then here you are, it's 2023, and you're up and rolling pretty big. What was the toughest oh, thing? Yeah. Um, I would just say with pan with the pandemic, as uh, soon as I graduated, uh, I didn't actually even get to walk the stage because they had stipulations and stuff in place um, mm-hmm. during that time. So. We ended up just getting our um, um, degrees mailed to us, so that took all the fun out of it. Out of it, you know, I did a great four <laughs> years. And, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I was looking looking forward to walking across the stage and stuff like that. We did have a ceremony. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It was just they were saying that you know it was only only us would be able to go. No family would be able to be there and stuff like that. So you know, it just kind of took all the fun out of anything. So you know, uh, I did work hard for it, so I still went went ahead and got my degree and stuff, took my pictures, did all of those, all of the above like that. But the um the most the most difficult thing I would say is just trying to live through a pandemic. Um with everything yeah. shut down. Um I, I did pick up like a work from home job at the time. It was just a little part time just to make it, honestly, because um before before getting the job at uh Mercedes Benz, I had this work from home job uh you know, work from home job right out of college and stuff like that, which made me uh, move up to Charlotte, North Carolina. But that was just the only thing, just trying to do stuff uh, within a pandemic um, after graduation because here it is again, grad, uh, you know, undergrad, I'm staying on campus. You know, I don't really have too many bills like that, uh, but I wanted to go ahead and bless myself. God allowed me to be able to uh, bless myself with it, to buy me my first car after uh, after graduation and stuff like that, and then, you know, moving to my apartment. So with those responsibilities come bills <laughs> and stuff like that. So I didn't have uh, – well, I had it, but <laughs> it was just very stressful at that point in time because, you know, they were cutting hours at the part-time place that I was working and stuff like that just to make sure that, you know, um, we were all going to be getting take care of 
care of um, equally and stuff like that. So that will that that right there, I would say, would be the the the, the hardest thing, the difficult yeah. thing that I had to deal with during that time. Yeah, welcome to adulthood with bills, sir. But you know, again, welcome to adulthood. We we're short on time. We only have you know a minute to get to the next show. So, but thank you. I appreciate you being on. We got to get you back because I want to ask how that oh, yeah. that um your 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 name came about, something official, and how you you spelled it. But um, I'm coming to see you at Haskell Avenue. Oh, yeah. I know exactly where you are. You're not too far from Hills Barbershop, and I know Coach oh, wow. Willie Washington pretty good. So, um, oh, great. yeah, I know him pretty good. Okay, so hey. have a great evening, sir. Thank you. Congratulations, Tim and Duck. You guys oh, yeah. got last words. Yeah, I just I just want I just want to make sure that TikTok is working with my my torn sleeve. And uh, <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. Hit me up. I got. You. I set it up for you. I do it all for you, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And I, I do want to say I appreciate this. This is my first radio call, and I appreciate you guys just allowing me to open up being myself uh, on this call. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for definitely more of this stuff. Like this, it just uh, it motivates me. It makes me want to go even harder uh, just to see that someone would even think of me enough to be able to put me on the show and stuff like that. So I really appreciate you guys. Thank you all so much. Well, we definitely think enough of you, and it will be on um, Apple Podcasts tomorrow, also Spotify and iHeartRadio. So listeners out there, oh, wow. if you want to hear um, Sean Brown again, you make sure you listen to him on Spotify or iHeart tomorrow. Thank you, sir. No problem at all. Y'all have a great one. All right. She knows sports is coming up, and my guest host is going to, to hang out with me, and that's Duck Rally. And Tim Moore, if you'd like to join us and tell us about your Jets, you are welcome to. We'll be <laughs> we'll open it up talking about that if you want to be on for yeah, sure. That's what we, hey, Chris, that's what we need to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we call I'm you out, Tim. Breath. I'm holding my breath. <laughs> See you in 30 seconds. Sean, thank you. You guys have a great evening. All right.